We know that TJ Clemmings is one of the roster moves, roster cuts, Jabari Price. It's a pretty lengthy list as of Friday afternoon. They are waiting on some guys on Saturday. The one surprise potentially is Dayton Jones. This is information not being reported by anyone else. You want the scoop? Here it is with Darren Doogie Wolfson. We will do our best to make this a September to remember on the Scoop Podcast. By the way, I'm convinced Phil Mackey's idea to break it up into two different podcasts on a weekly basis is just an excuse so I can get to episode 100 that much faster. Hello, everyone. It is Scoop Podcast episode number 93. This will be the news and notes edition. Much like last week, we do interviews early in the week. Then later in the week, I unleash all sorts of news and notes when it comes to the local team. So episode 92 from earlier this week featured conversations with Twins bosses Derek Falvey and Thad Levine. NBC analyst Chris Collinsworth, he shared his thoughts on the Vikings if he thinks they're more the 11-win team of two years ago or the 8-win team we saw last year. Plus, I had Gophers hockey coach Don Lucia on, Gophers football commitment Josh Ani, Connor Rhoda is now the Gophers starting quarterback. We had his dad, Jeff, on. So all sorts of good stuff. Plus, Joel Maturi, Saturday, September 2nd, Saturday, the Sports Pavilion at the U will be renamed Maturi Pavilion. So we had a nice conversation with Joel Maturi about his 10-year run as Gophers Athletic Director. So again, that is episode 92, certainly available, whether it's via iTunes, 1500ESPN.com, KSTP.com. The Scoop Podcast is nearly omnipresent, but it's certainly available in a number of spots. Maybe one day it'll be just everywhere. It will be omnipresent. That is the goal. We will get to some Wolves notes in just a second, plus Twins, Vikings, and so on. But first, some love for one of the sponsors of the Scoop Podcast, Vine Park Brewery, vinepark.com. Vine Park Brewery is in St. Paul on West 7th Street between downtown St. Paul and 35E, closer to 35E. Vine Park Brewery right now offering $7 tours. Your $7 gets you access to how they make their beers, how they make their wines, Plus, it gets you some Higgy's Pizza and a free flight or pint. So you pay the 7 bucks, you learn how to make some beer or how to make wine, then you get to satisfy your taste buds. Or you can go in there, make your own beer, make your own wine, or go in, pick up a growler, support one of the sponsors of the Scoop Podcast. If you're a beer aficionado, if you're a beer snob, you need to check out Vine Park Brewery on West 7th Street again. The website for more information, vinepark.com. The phone number, 651-228-1355, Vine Park Brewery. A number of Wolves players will be at Mayo Clinic Square starting next week for group workouts. Training camp begins on September 20th. The Wolves are still being patient on the free agent front. They were told a number of weeks ago, I know that Adrian Wojnarowski created a bit of a stir with his tweet a few days ago about Dante Cunningham with interest from New Orleans and Minnesota. If you've been listening to the Scoop podcast, you've known the name Dante Cunningham has come up internally with the Wolves for a number of weeks. In fact, the Wolves were told a number of weeks ago, hey, you want Dante Cunningham? Yes, he'll come back to Minnesota. He absolutely has interest in a Minnesota reunion, but you need to clear more cap space. Now, the options are dwindling. There is no doubt about that, that Dante Cunningham ultimately might need to settle for the veteran minimum. Maybe he settles for it here in Minnesota. I know that guys are recruiting him, but he's not doing that quite yet. He can take the veteran minimum on September 15th, September 20th. If he wants to wait until after training camp starts, Dante Cunningham 
can always get a veteran minimum contract. I'm told he turned down Toronto last week. Milwaukee is the new team in on Dante Cunningham. New Orleans cleared cap space with a trade earlier this week. They also have the biannual, but New Orleans has not made Cunningham an offer. So even though New Orleans is looking for a player of Dante's ilk, they have not made Cunningham an offer as of the taping of this podcast Friday late afternoon. But New Orleans is certainly a team to keep an eye on. I know Dante has some interest in re-signing with New Orleans, but I'm telling you, Dante Cunningham does have interest in a reunion with Minnesota. The Wolves would love to have Dante Cunningham. The offer they made to him goes back a number of weeks. On Shabazz Muhammad, so he gave Ron Shade, who's Lou Aldang's agent, Ron represents a few other players, I'm told Shabazz Muhammad gave Ron a verbal agreement after he fired Rich Paul, but ultimately did not sign with Ron Shade. I don't know who represents Shabazz Muhammad, but it's not Ron Shade at Octagon. The word was at least a week ago that somebody else at Octagon was making some phone calls on Shabazz's behalf. I hear that Shabazz's dad is now more involved than he was previously. I hear that Shabazz or somebody close to Shabazz reached out to the Celtics after they traded Jay Crowder to see if the Celtics had some interest. Actually, the Celtics don't have interest in Shabazz Muhammad. Shabazz does have an interest in going to the Lakers. His former agent, Rob Palenka, is the Lakers general manager. There is some interest there. The first on that, Eric Pincus, who does some great reporting on the Lakers out in the L.A. area for basketball insiders. Eric is all over the place. He's a great capologist as well. Anyway, Eric was the first to note that the Lakers have some interest in Shabazz Muhammad. That is accurate. The Wolves are still trying on Shabazz Muhammad, trying to convince him to take the veteran minimum here, but so far, no luck. Shabazz looks like he'll ultimately sign a one-year deal. A one-year vet minimum deal makes sense, so he wants to go somewhere where he knows he will be featured. I know there's some trepidation about how much he would be used under Tom Thibodeau. One plus for the Wolves would be if they re-sign Shabazz, they could regain his bird rights. But really, are the Wolves offering Shabazz Muhammad millions of dollars next summer? I would pause on that front. I think his, in fact, I know his camp has paused on that previously. The Wolves still have some interest in adding a veteran point guard. As I've been saying for a number of weeks on this podcast, Aaron Brooks who played for Tibbs in Chicago, would be a name to watch. Anthony Morrow has all sorts of interest in the Wolves. There's been dialogue, a bunch of different conversations, Morrow's side and the Wolves' front office, but still no offer extended. But if Dante Cunningham says no, if Shabazz Muhammad says no, maybe the Wolves circle around, maybe they come back and offer Morrow. But I can tell you, Morrow's side looks at the Wolves and says, hey, what about us? We would take the veteran minimum there. Same goes for Mike Dunleavy Jr., But no Wolves offer extended to Mike Dunleavy Jr. as of Friday late afternoon. Chase Buttinger worked out for New Orleans earlier this week. The former Wolves wing, his camp reached out to the Wolves. The Wolves don't have interest in Chase Buttinger. We talked about John Lucas III joining the Wolves in some capacity. I hinted at that the D-League, or I guess the G-League now, wasn't an option. The Wolves did make the news official this week that John Lucas III, who has a close relationship with Tom Thibodeau, will be a Wolves development coach. So John Lucas III, as we hinted at a number of weeks ago in the Scoop podcast, will be joining the Wolves staff. We, we being the Channel 5 Sports Department, caught up with Tibbs at the State Fair earlier this week. He continues to say the Andrew Wiggins five-year $148 million extension is expected to get done before the October deadline. There really isn't a rush right now. As I've been saying for for a couple weeks now. Don't be shocked if an independent attorney actually does the contract. Then Wiggins 
at some point, maybe it's still a few weeks down the road, officially signs with a new agent. And I continue to hear that his new agent will be a guy that wants to start his own agency. And when you have Andrew Wiggins as your number one client, you can start your own agency. But he works for one of the bigger American agencies at the moment. But he is based out of Canada or has Canadian ties. He might be based here now in the United States. I haven't dug that deep. But he's someone that has been quietly, or maybe not so quietly, been recruiting Andrew Wiggins, you know, certainly through his dad a bit, has been recruiting Andrew Wiggins for a while. Also keep an eye on, you know, does Wiggins' dad end up working for this new agent? But anyway... You know, all you care about as a Wolves fan is, will the deal get done? According to Tibbs now on the record and others on background, yes, you don't say no to five years, $148 million. Twins notes, they had some interest in reliever Juan Nicasio, but the Phillies had waiver priority. The Pirates tried to get him through waivers. No such luck, but Nicasio doesn't come close to getting to the Twins, ends up with the Phillies. The Twins tried to add a reliever at different points during August. They were blocked a number of times. Bottom line, my sense is the Twins actually never came close to making an August trade, but they certainly on a daily basis were scouring the waiver wire. In fact, on Monday, when I was at the State Fair with Thad Levine and Derek Falvey, Thad had just gotten off the phone with Assistant General Manager Rob Antony. They had put in some claims on some guys Monday morning, but again, they never came close. I was asked a lot on Twitter at DWolfs on KSTP. Certainly, shameless plug, but certainly follow me on Twitter, DWolfs on KSTP. I drop a lot of real-time scoops, so sometimes when I record on a Friday, I might have a note on a Monday or Tuesday that doesn't necessarily have legs on this podcast two or three days later, but real time certainly makes some sense or a ton of sense, or it's a scoop, you know, like Nico Goodrum coming up for the Twins. I had that scoop the other day on Twitter. So certainly follow me on Twitter for all sorts of real time notes. But anyway, I was asked a lot on Twitter about Justin Verlander. First off, the Twins did not have trade interest in Justin Verlander. He also has a full no trade clause. Justin Verlander was never accepting a trade to Minnesota. Nothing ever came close. The Twins weren't interested. Verlander not interested in Minnesota. It was a fun Twitter topic, fun talk radio fodder but something that wasn't even close to becoming reality. Told by someone close to Byron Buxton that he woke up on Friday morning still a bit sore, but he should be back in the lineup in the very near future. Maybe they give him the weekend off. Maybe he's back by Sunday, but he should be back soon. On Miguel Sano, Derek Falvey was hopeful on Scoop Podcast episode 92, but unfortunately... Miguel isn't doing baseball activities. He is not close to being back. We always had said it would be more than the 10 days. Well, now it looks like it'll be much longer than the 10 days. But my understanding is there's still hope he will be back at some point this year. I've yet to hear anybody with the Twins say, yeah, I don't know about this. He won't be back this year. But again, it's going to be a bit longer. They'll have to do some sort of simulated games at Target Field. They certainly have the bodies to do so. But if he's in a position to do baseball activities, take some swings, we'll have to do a simulated game or two. On Jason Castro, talk to him in the clubhouse on Friday. He has resumed baseball activities. He doesn't have any symptoms from the last day, day and a half. So Jason Castro should be back in the Twins lineup in the near future. He was definitely talking very positively when I interviewed him on Friday afternoon. Told Brent Rooker, highly, 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 highly unlikely to be added to the Arizona Fall League. The Twins still can add a guy or two. Rooker on the fast track, he was their 
second pick in the June draft, Mississippi State, you know, all-world SEC slugger, certainly looks like a guy that should get to the majors in the next year, year and a half. But the Twins will not, at least as of now, I was told, very, very, very doubtful that he goes to the Arizona Fall League. Also on the Twins, Mike Radcliffe, some other high-level scouts will head over to Japan in the coming weeks to watch Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani, now whether it's the Dodgers or the Yankees, the rumor is the Yankees are going all in on Otani. Whenever he decides to come to Major League Baseball, whether it's this winter or in a year, he is labeled the Babe Ruth of Japan. He is this all-world player. He can pitch. He can hit. Who knows what he is at the major league level? Probably a pitcher that arm might be too good to pass on. So the chances of him ending up at the Twins, just about slim to none, but they will go scout. You have to do your due diligence on a talent like Otani. So the Twins will have a number of folks, I was told multiple folks, head to Japan to watch him in the coming weeks. They also have a scout based in Seoul, South Korea, that has watched him in the last few weeks. This came up on my Twitter feed. Hey, does J.O. Barrios have an innings limit? The answer is no. J.O. Barrios is good to go for the rest of the season. He is on no innings limit the rest of the season or this season in totality. No innings limit for J.O. Barrios. We'll get to Vikings notes in a second, but some love for the other sponsor of the Scoop podcast. It is CampZero.com. Camp-Zero.com. Use the promo code SCOOP for $10 off any order. They have coolers. They come in white or beige. Soon they'll be offering all sorts of different colors. They have 20 liter size coolers. They have smaller type coolers. They have larger than 20 liters. Why can't reliable, cool-looking products also be affordable? Well, the owners of Camp Zero asked the same question. They are brothers. They are business partners. They've traveled around the world over the last 30 years, developing and sourcing products to make outdoor living easier. Their philosophy is simple. You offer ruggedly cool outdoor products that are affordable and, most importantly, designed to withstand the rigors of the outdoors. Whether you are headed to camp, hunt, fish, tailgate, or just attend a family picnic, Camp Zero branded products will always have your back. Again, the website, camp-zero.com. Use the promo code SCOOP for $10 off your order. Where to begin on the Vikings? Former punter Jeff Camp reached out to the Vikings, said, hey, Jeff just got let go by the Colts. Any interest in a reunion? The Vikings said, no, look for Ryan Quigley to be the Vikings punter. They prefer Quigley over Locke. We know that TJ Clemmings is one of the roster moves, roster cuts, Jabari Price. It's a pretty lengthy list as of Friday afternoon. They are waiting on some guys on Saturday. The one surprise potentially is Dayton Jones. Now, he didn't play on Thursday. The signs now point to Dayton making the team because the Vikings would have to eat about $1.6 million. But I know they're not real thrilled with his production so far. So keep an eye on him. Emmanuel Lemur, somebody told me to keep an eye on him. But at this point, TJ Clemmings may ultimately be the biggest surprise cut. Be sure to follow my Twitter feed, DWolfs on KSTP. I'll certainly be a little active on Saturday tracking all the moves. Teddy Bridgewater starting the season on the physically unable to perform list is no surprise, although he is making incredible progress. I've been saying that for a number of weeks. He will be, I will be shocked, put it this way, I will be shocked if by whenever he can come off that list, whatever that is, week six, week seven, I wish I had those notes in front of me, but I will be shocked when he's eligible to come off the pup list 
if he's not fully cleared, if he's not fully medically cleared, that's the kind of progress that Teddy Bridgewater is making. The Vikings had a scout recently head up to Moorhead, Minnesota State Moorhead, to watch a wide receiver they have, Damon Gibson. Damon Gibson. He is not a Minnesota high school kid, but Damon Gibson, Minnesota State Moorhead, somebody to watch as the 2018 draft approaches, whether it's a late round or as a priority free agent. The Vikings are on the lookout for defensive back help. Do not be surprised if they add a defensive back from somebody else's roster this weekend. Rick Spielman, the entire front office, working deep into the night on Saturday. They are supposed to be at Winter Park until the early morning hours. So all roster cuts due by 3 o'clock Central on Saturday. The Vikings front office will be working deep into the night. NFL scouts at the Gophers-Buffalo game on Thursday. Jacksonville, Dallas, Green Bay, Kansas City, Miami, Washington, And I believe that is it. Those six, Jacksonville, Dallas, Green Bay, Kansas City, Miami, and Washington. The Vikings will watch the Gophers at different points during the season, but they were not represented on Thursday. Stephon Diggs, soon to be doing some work with CenturyLink. Look for him to do a bunch of promotional-type things with CenturyLink after the New Orleans game. That Tuesday, in fact, he's doing a bunch of stuff. Tuesday, September 12th. Had a chance to hang out with Stephon Diggs on Friday Friday morning at the State Fair, he apologized for the two drops against the 49ers, promised the fans those drops won't happen again. So make sure you hold Stefan Diggs to that promise. Also had a chance to spend a little bit of time on Friday morning at the fair with Adam Thielen. Thielen and Diggs have become pretty good friends. They were hanging at the fair with Thielen's wife and young child, along with a couple Viking staff members for a few hours on Friday. I had the scoop on Twitter on Friday early afternoon. Former Gophers offensive lineman Jonah Persig let go by Tennessee. I guess no surprise. The other hook is I'm told the Titans do not have any interest in Jonah for their practice squad, so he will look to land on somebody else's practice squad. Former Gopher Demarius Travis has a chance to stick with the Patriots. He's not making their 53-man roster, but there is some interest in retaining him for their practice squad. Gophers football, I'm told. Any concerns about the run game? Well, I guess there can be concerns about the offensive line not getting much of a push against Buffalo. But in terms of, you know, no option runs, no jet sweeps, I'm told the Gophers will keep the run game very vanilla through the non-conference. Things will increase as we get to the Maryland game on September 30th, as we get into the heart of those nine Big Ten games. But until then, don't expect anything exotic when it comes to the run game. How good was Antoine Winfield Jr. on Thursday? He can play safety. He can play slot corner. He can play outside corner. He came very, very close. In fact, I reported at the time in late December that he was, in fact, thinking of transferring. I know Antoine Winfield Sr., reached out to a few of us and said, hey, yeah, my son is getting out of there. But then they came to their senses, at least collected their thoughts enough. I mean, those those threats at the time when everything was happening fast and furious with the EOAA report and punishments and not playing in the bowl game, that was a highly emotional time when they had a chance to sit down, think through some things, talk through some things. Antoine Winfield Jr. said, hey, I'm a gopher. I'd like to play for P.J. Fleck. Well, P.J. Fleck is sure glad to have Antoine Winfield Jr. Such a good player, but I'm just telling you, he did come close to transferring. The recruiting dead period is over. The Gophers have some coaches on the road for the next few days. Quinn Carroll, Edina, 2019 offensive lineman. 
I would say he is the most coveted Minnesota high school football player since Chantrell Henderson a number of years ago at Creighton Durham Hall High School. Well, the recruiting day period ends. Urban Meyer of Ohio State reaches out to Quinn. Jim Harbaugh of Michigan reached out to Quinn. James Franklin of Penn State reached out to Quinn. The Florida coach reached out to Quinn. Brett Bielema at Arkansas reached out to Quinn. A Gophers assistant reached out to Quinn. And about 30 other assistant coaches reached out to Quinn Carroll. Again, Edina offensive lineman, class of 2019, the former Gopher, former Viking, Jay Carroll's son, his older brother, Colin Carroll, was a player at Virginia Tech a few years ago. Gophers basketball news. As always, when it comes to home football games, they host a number of local players. Among the local players on Thursday, Jalen Suggs, 2020 guard, Minnehaha Academy. Also a phenomenal football player. Minnehaha Academy plays on Friday, so he was open on Thursday. He actually has a football offer from Iowa State. He plays quarterback. But Jalen Suggs' meal ticket is basketball. He has a chance to make a lot of money one day playing basketball. One of the best players in the country in the class of 2020. So anytime the Gophers can get FaceTime with Jalen Suggs, that is a really good thing. Far from a scoop, just unfortunate news about sophomore forward Eric Curry. Richard Patino was on a recent Scoop podcast. He was very complimentary of the summer that Eric Curry had. You know, I said, hey, can you single out a guy or two? He singled out Jordan Murphy and Eric Curry. Of all the guys on his team, he singled out those two guys as having phenomenal summers. So just unfortunate news that Eric Curry ripped up his left knee in a pickup game earlier this week. Eric Curry lost for the year, torn ACL, torn MCL, torn meniscus. Gophers Hockey News, Don Lucia on Scoop Podcast episode 92 said, Tommy Novak Jr., who tore his ACL in January, has full medical clearance when they hit the ice with the coaches. I mean, the Gophers are on the ice right now. They're on the ice all the time. But the coaches will join in for preseason practice on September 11th. September 11th. And according to Lucia, Novak Jr. will have full medical clearance. Ryan Lingren coming back from an injury as well. He, too, has full medical clearance. Lynx News signing Sylvia Files to a multi-year extension on Friday. Also had the note on Twitter from earlier this week that on Saturday afternoon, Lindsey Whalen, Minneapolis Mayor Betsy Hodges, some WNBA officials will announce that Target Center will host the 2018 All-Star Game. So the Lynx hosting the 2018 WNBA All-Star Game. Look for the official press conference on Saturday. Couple hockey notes. Ryan Malone also had interest from the Penguins. He is coming to training camp with the Wild on a tryout basis. He has family that's close to here, former St. Cloud State star. So he wanted to be here, not in Pittsburgh. Really, he has his eyes on the 2018 Olympics. It looks like Ryan Malone will play for Team USA in the 2018 Olympics. Also, if you didn't see it, Thomas Vanek signed with the Canucks on Friday. That's his seventh team since 20. 20- 13. Another shameless plug with so much going on this weekend, D Wolfson KSTP at D Wolfson KSTP on Twitter. I'll attempt to be as active as I can, especially when it comes to all sorts of Vikings news expected. Be sure to give some love to Vine Park Brewery, vinepark.com. $7 tours of the brewery. That includes a free flight or pint, plus Heggie's Pizza. See how they make their beers, make their wines. Vine Park is the only brewery in the Midwest where you can brew your own beer and make your own wine on their equipment with their help. Vine Park has been the fun place to brew your own beer and make your own wines since 1995. For more information, 
vinepark.com. We'll be back next week. I know I have a conversation, a brief conversation, at least with Adam Thielen. I have a conversation with former Twins closer Joe Nathan. I'll attempt to track down Jamal Crawford since the Wolves will be in town working out. I think we should have Jamal on a, another podcast before training camp gets going here in about three weeks. So we'll work on that. If that's not this week, we'll do next week. We'll see what else comes up to. I've extended an invitation to Shabazz Muhammad if he wants to come on the podcast to explain his free agent situation. Still waiting to hear back on the Shabazz front. That does it for Scoop Podcast episode 93. Appreciate you listening. Thank you so much, everyone. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait, what rewards? A Dew Operator Skin. Man, I love Operator Skins. Dual double XP, and even Call of Duty points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents 17 plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and free 20 and 23.